0: them my primo right because we kind of look alike a little bit anyway and i didn't realize we were going to be reuniting some long lost twins here joe and my brother (laughs) it's just a family day um but as soon as i met mike i I could just already tell that we have uh, a kindred spirit you know and not not just because we're hispanic and we like spicy food but because i know that this is a brother in god and like the New Testament says, this the Holy Spirit and what holds us and binds us all together is is, is the Holy Spirit, right? It's something. It, it goes way deeper than blood. It goes way deeper because it what it, it actually originates in in the Garden of Eden, way back in the day when God breathed His life into into mankind. When, uh, our brother last week, BJ, was talking about the breath of God. He talked about the ruah. It, it was it was God's essence being poured out into man. And we lost it at the garden, and we got it back through Jesus, and we're waiting for that ultimate uh, uh, reunion and manifestation of that in heaven. But we still have that here on earth, and we're connected and binded through something strong and powerful. And Mike is a brother um, who I know has a heart to to not only minister, and this is only his second time preaching, um, but he's come prepared. He's come with a heart to want to share his heart, his story, his experience, and we're going to have... uh, uh, just an open heart and an open mind and open ears to let it speak to us, and not not only the words that Mike says, but what God is saying through the words that Mike is saying. Amen. So, uh, you know what? Before we start, let's just extend our hands to Mike really quick, and we're going to pray. We're going to pray right now, Father. We just thank you for Mike. We thank you for this brother. We thank you and honor him in your house because. Um, you're lift, you're, you're rising up a gift within Mike and we just thank you father that he's going to share that with us. And we just pray that whatever you're saying this morning, would, would hit home and would pierce us and, and shed light on those dark areas of our hearts this morning, father. And thank you for your revelation for, uh, and for your manifestation of your presence in Jesus name. Everybody said, amen. amen. Come on up, bro. Let's give him a hand.
1: Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's a a joy and a pleasure to be here with you guys this morning. Um, It's great to be back at the Journey Church. I was just uh, thinking about uh, what this last song we are singing, God's faithfulness is yes and amen. His promises are yes and amen. And just how true that is in our lives. And if you think back and things that you've gone through, and we all have a story Um, how God has come through each and every time. And maybe it's not with an answer that you wanted, but His plans are better than our plans. And we always come out victorious. Amen? So, like Stevie said, um, this month, um, uh, Pastor Les is starting a a series on prayer, and I have the honor of uh, doing the first part of it. And so I just want to start out with with a personal story and if you were here last time I was here, you, you've heard a, a, a piece of it. I just want to share a little bit again. And it's, it's, it started a few years back, um, about eight years or so, uh, just going through one of my dark times in my life, one of the darkest times of my life where literally I lost just everything. And um, I lost my, my job, health relationships and, and 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 speaking on prayer that's exactly what I did I went to God and started praying and just devoted that personal time to God and and, and asking for direction and, and and wisdom and favor and grace and I remember going through those, those, those years, of very dark years in my life, and I remember just, just being angry at God. God, why did this happen to me? God, uh, wh- why, did, why, did, why did you allow this? Or not always just blaming God, but sometimes even blaming Satan. Oh, Satan tempt me. He made me do it, right? It's always everybody's fault. It's never my fault. I'm the good guy, right? And so it's always easier to blame than to take responsibility for yourself, because now you have the hard work to have to do something about it and change. You have to take responsibility, and you have to start working to change. And so I was very angry going to God and saying, God, why did you do this? Why me? Look at me. I've done this. I've done that. Right? And then the Holy Spirit just starts speaking to me. And something about prayer is when you pray, you're not only talking to your Heavenly Father, but you're listening to your Heavenly Father. And so some of the things he started telling me, man, it was really hitting home. It was really, I had to take a deep look at myself instead of blaming and blaming, blaming him, blaming him, blaming them, I had to take a deep look at myself. So I love what a man by the name of H. Jackson uh, Brown said, Never forget the three powerful resources you always have available to you. Love, prayer, and forgiveness. Love, prayer, and forgiveness. And that was easier said than done. I had to forgive. I had to dedicate time of prayer. And I had to love again. I had to love myself. And I had to love those who hurt me. So what is prayer? And if you're taking down notes, I encourage you to take down notes. Paper, phone, young people on your arms, whatever you got (laughs) to do. But what is Prayer. And I went to Luke chapter nine, verse twenty-eight through thirty-one. It says Jesus took Peter, John, and James to the mountain to pray. And that's Luke chapter nine, verses twenty-eight through thirty-one. Jesus took John, Peter, John, and James to the, uh, Peter, John, and James to the mountain to pray. And the Bible says that Moses and Elijah appeared before Jesus, and they started speaking. To him. So, what is prayer? Prayer is speaking with our Heavenly Father. It's communication. It's sharing what is in your heart with God and not allowing Him to share what's in His heart for you. It is both speaking and listening. When you're praying, you're not just You're not just reciting something. You're not just saying something over and over because you're used to it or because they tell you to do it. You're building a relationship with your Heavenly Father. But you're also listening. God, give me wisdom. Am I supposed to do this or am I not supposed to do this? Am I supposed to take this job or am I not supposed to take this job? Am I supposed to marry this person or am I not supposed to marry this person? Anything. It's communication. It's having a personal relationship with our Heavenly Father. It's both listening and speaking with our Heavenly Father. Another point is that I want to touch on is why. Why do I have to pray? And if you go to Matthew chapter 11, verses 28 through 30. Matthew 11. It says, come to me. All of you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I am gentle, humble in heart, and I will find rest for your soul. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. Why do I need to pray? He's telling us right here. Come to me. You're burdened, you're lost, you're confused. Come to me. He's inviting us. He's inviting us. He loves us. But not only that, we have the privilege of going directly to our Heavenly Father and saying, God, this is how I feel. Whether you're angry, sad, happy, thankful, lost, confused, go to him. So I work at a retail store. And many times we have people come up. I want to talk to the manager. Right? Or I want to speak to the owner. I want to talk to the president. Well, we have the privilege to going straight to our Heavenly Father. We don't have to go through nobody. We go straight to our Heavenly Father. Prayer is simply communicating with our Heavenly Father. So we could Communicate. We have that privilege to communicate straight with our Heavenly Father. But also Jesus himself understood the importance of connection and relationship through communication with, his, with our Heavenly Father. Jesus himself, and if you go through the New Testament and all through Jesus' life, through Jesus life he prayed. Jesus himself, the only man who was perfect... The only man who was ever perfect knew the importance of prayer, of communication, of relationship with our Heavenly Father. So, looking back at my life when I was going through those times, dark times in my life, and just seeking His wisdom, seeking His guidance. Seeking his help. He was a strong fortress for me. He comforted me. He gave me love. He accepted me. But he also showed me things. And a lot of those things were ugly. and They were about me. And there were things that I had to do. To be the man that I needed to be. To be the man that Jesus wanted me to be. He is all of those. If you, have, if you came today with, an, with questions, go straight to the resource. Go straight to the one who has answers. Go straight to the one who has who's designed your life for you. And the beautiful thing is that you don't need to... It's good to devote personal time for him. But you could always go to him, and, and I do it at work. God, help me with this. Help me with this situation. I feel overwhelmed. Help me. I need wisdom. I need guidance. I'm here with my brother. We we work out together, and so many times in the gym while we are working out, I just, we share things. Hey, how's your heart? How's your day? How's your week? And then. In the middle of the workout, in the middle of the gym, we just, all right, let's pray about it. Boom, right there. And we start praying. Doesn't matter if you're at at work, you're at the gym, you're driving. You have the privilege to go straight to the Heavenly Father and pray at any time. So, yes, you could come to him to pray at any time, but also set devotional time for him. Set special time for him. Why do I need to do this? Why do I need to do this? I was asking myself, why do I need to set time aside to pray? I mean, I pray for my meal. I pray when I wake up, pray when I go to bed. But is that really enough? Why do I need to do this? Who here is married? We have several married couples here. So, you made a pact with your spouse in front of a judge, before God, and said, yes, I will marry this person. For rich or poor, I will marry this person. But how many here agree with me that through communication and quality time, you improve your relationship? Same thing with our God. God made a pact with us by sending Jesus to die for us in in the cross. And And you can't do nothing to earn his love. He already loves you. He already accepts you the way you are. But you want to better your relationship with God? Spend time with him. Speak to him. What do you need to do? What things might you need to let go of or do less To find more time to spend with your heavenly Father, so imagine yourself with your spouse going through things, and you just don't talk about it, and you just let things go by. I don't know how many of you have ever sent out a text, and the person receiving the text uh, understood it a a different way. You're like, and they might have gotten angry. You're like, well, wait a minute, wait a minute, this is not what I meant. There's no communication. What if you, you're going through uh, tough things at home? Sickness, uh, health, financial things, relational things, and you just let it go by. What if you stop spending time with your spouse? Is that relationship still growing? It's the same thing with your Heavenly Father. It's the same thing with God. Our God loves us. And he made a pact with us already. There's nothing you could do to deserve or to earn that love. He loves us already. But he wants to improve our relationship. He also wants to improve our relationship by spending time with us. Just how you spend time with your children, with your wife, with your husband, with your best friend. He wants to spend time with you as well. So, thinking about these things, I was just asking myself a few questions. And these are questions that I want you to think about. You can write them down if you want. Don't answer them out loud. Just think about it. But think about these questions. Who is the person that is closest to you in your life right now? And think about that. Who is the person that is closest to you right now? How did you get to be so close? How did you get to be so close with that person? Did you go through some tough times together? Would your relationship still grow with that person if you guys just stopped speaking to each other? would your relationship with that person still grow if you were to stop speaking to each other? And the last question, would your relationship with your heavenly father still grow if you stopped speaking to him? So what are some things you need to maybe let go of or set aside so you can make time? Time for prayer. Devotional time. Time with your Heavenly Father. And the Bible says that He's He's there, He's knocking. He's waiting for you. Is he our priority? Sometimes we get so busy with life, and something happens to all of us. It, it happens to all of us. It's called the routine. We wake up, we get ready. Most of us go to work. Some of us go to school. We come back. We have responsibilities. We have a family. We have homework. Sometimes we have both. We have chores. We have kids. Life gets busy. And then God's sitting on the sideline waiting for us. So we need to make personal time with him if he's got the answers why not go to him and i remember a few years ago i was talking to a good friend of mine and, and i was asking him where do i need to go to find a woman to find my wife where do i need to go and asking so many people and and friends and and, and just People in general are just, oh, you need to go to church, and she's going to be at church. Oh, you're going to find her at the library. You're gonna, maybe maybe at, a, uh, at a connect group. Maybe at work. Maybe at the gym. You know, what are you into? What are your hobbies? You'll most likely find her there. And then this friend told me once, he said, why don't you go to God? Ask him. He knows where your wife is. So you have some questions today. We're all going through things in life. We all need some answers. Sometimes we run to the Internet, Google, Facebook. We're asking the wrong people. We're asking some, a friend of ours who, who's, who's been divorced twice, going through his uh, third divorce. And we're asking him uh, help or advice about relationships. What is he going to say? What is she going to say? Go to God. He's got the answers. What is prayer? Spending time with God. And my encouragement is to do whatever you got to do to spend time with God. A good friend of mine told me this. He said, he said, what I do is I set a timer every day on my phone. And at a certain time, my, phone, my alarm will go off on my phone. And that means I got to pray. Sometimes you got to do a little bit of an extreme thing. I used to put sticky notes on my wall. You could pray at any time. And sometimes we get so motivated, we're like, okay, now I'm going to set time aside, now I'm going to start praying, I'm going to do this, and we get excited, and I remember going to the gym, I'm like, okay, now I'm pumped up, I'm ready to go, you know what, I'm going to go to the to academy, and I'm going to buy this workout clothes, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go to, I'm going to go to H-E-B or Costco and, and buy healthy food, and I'm going to start doing my meal preps, and I'm ready to go, and so I go to the gym, and then, and then I max out on everything, right? Oh, put on more weight, put on more weight. I'm, excited, I'm pumped, I'm ready to go. And what happens the next morning? Yes. You can barely get out of bed. Everything hurts. And you start thinking of excuses why you don't want to go to the gym that day. It could be the same thing with prayer. Do I need to set aside time with my friends so I could set time for God? What do I need to sacrifice to make God time for God? So a lot of times we get, I get so excited and praying Like, okay, God, now I'm gonna do it, now I'm gonna do it. And I'll lock myself in the room and 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 I wanna go all out and 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 I'm gonna I'm gonna fast and I'm gonna pray and I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do that, and pray for an hour, and then the next day I'm like, Sigh. I don't know if I have an hour today. I got to go to work, I got to do homework, I got to do this, I got to do that. And then we start think I start thinking of excuses why not to pray. So my good friend here I'll tell you right here start out slow in the gym. Let's slowly work our way up. Same thing in prayer. Start a little bit. Don't just pray before every meal. While you're driving, While you're out working out, I love going out for jogs, especially in afternoons, when it's not too cold, not too hot in Houston. And then seeing that beautiful sunset, that's my time, just, ah, God, look at those colors. Look at that color on those clouds. Look at that sunset. and You're you're getting that breeze, and and then just, ah, thank you, God, thank you. Just while you're driving, while you're in the shower. Just start out slow. Over time, when you're going to the gym day after day, and you work through that pain, you start feeling better. Your chest starts sticking out a little bit more. Before you know it, you're like, hey, I want to go to the gym again. I want to work out some more. It's the same thing with prayer. Same thing with prayer. You find that sweet spot with your Heavenly Father, and you want more you start feeling his presence his comfort his guidance and you want more i love and i close with this i love what martin luther king said he said to be a christian without prayer is no more no more possible than to be alive without breathing a life without prayer S- it's impossible try living without breathing try having a relationship with your heavenly father without communicating and listening and spending time with your heavenly father so do what you got to do whatever you have to do set time aside put sticky notes Set reminders on your phones. And what I did just to get us started and motivating for this series on on prayer, I uh, I brought some bracelets for everybody. And on your way out, I encourage you to get one. I challenge you to get one. Get one and set aside time for prayer every day. And there's different bracelets. They say different things. There's one that hits your heart. Maybe you're going through something, maybe you need some encouragement, maybe you need some answers. Just grab one, wear it, hang it up in your car, whatever you need to do. And I encourage you, I challenge you to set aside some prayer time every day. Again, prayer, life, living without air is impossible. Prayer. Without prayer, living without prayer is impossible. So my encouragement is set aside time. Pray. Speak and listen to your Heavenly Father. Amen? You guys receive that today? Yeah. Amen. Stand to your feet, please. I just want to close it out with a quick prayer. Heavenly Father... We come humbly before you, Lord God. Lord God, we're here because we seek you. Lord God, we also know that we're here because of you. And we're here for you. Lord, you know our lives. And you know what what is going on in our hearts, in our minds, and in our everyday. Lord, our desire is to seek you, to know you. That you'd be our, our number one priority. Just how we are to you. Lord God, there is nothing in this world more important to you than us. Lord God, and you are that to us as well. And I ask you, Lord God, that if anybody here, Lord God, knows... That, They need to maybe sacrifice some things, set aside some time, work through that pain, that you help them, that you encourage them, Heavenly Father. You show them, Lord God, you know the questions that they have, and you have the answers, Lord. Lord God, we know that without you, life is impossible. Thank you. Thank you for the things you've done in the past. Thank you for the things that you are doing in our lives right now. And Lord God, thank you for what you are to do for us out ahead in front of us. Lord, we love you. We praise you. We honor you. You are our our Abba Father. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. 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 Amen.
0: Thank you, brother. All right, you got. You guys are dismissed. I just want to remind you: if you need any prayer, if you need personal prayer, you want somebody to lay hands on you, or just to pray.